Welcome to the By His Grace podcast, friends. I'm your host, Misty Phillip, and I am so thankful that you are here with me today. We are going to talk about being a dream defender. We all need dream defenders in our life. You know, these are the ones who will meet you for coffee and let you share your heart and your dreams with them and they will pray for you and lift you up. I am so blessed. I have many dream defenders in my life. But when I was thinking about this subject, I couldn't think about anything better or I couldn't think about anyone better to bring on to the show than my friend Kristen Bonin. I met her in the airport on our way to She Speaks and when I came back she sat around my farm table and poured into me and when she started the Dwell Ministry Project um, I met her for coffee with another friend and I got to hear her heart and pray for her. So if you happen to be listening to this podcast and you are a Christian podcaster and you are looking for a tribe of dream defenders, I encourage you to check out the Spark Collective. One of the amazing things about the Spark Collective is that you get to be a part of the Spark Network. So for more information about everything that's happening at Spark, make sure you go to Spark media.ventures. Now, I want to introduce my friend Kristen Bonin. She is an author, a speaker. She is a Bible study nerd like I am, and she is the founder of The Dwell Project. I am so excited to introduce you to Kristen today. Hey friend, welcome to the By His Grace podcast. I am so excited that you are here with me today. Hey, Misty, how are you? I'm so good. So I want to go all the way back to the beginning. We met at the beginning of my writing, speaking, you know, pre-podcasting journey uh, in the uh, airport on our way to She Speaks (laughs) for the first time. And it has been almost five years now. Can you believe that? Yeah, Yeah. it's crazy. It's been a whirlwind too of all the things. So I met you when you had just written your first book, Bare Naked Truths, right? So I want you to kind of share the journey of um, from then to now and all the things that God has been doing. Yeah, so it's been definitely a journey. Um, Wrote Bare Naked Truths um, and published that. And it's just, it's more of a 31 day devotional, just a light tap reading, something that you can pick up in the morning and and just a biblical truth to just dwell on. And um, since then, kind of move the ball forward in wanting to teach some of the biblical lessons in it. And in doing so, I gathered some women to unpack scripture with me. And it was just a plethora of women from multiple different churches and different denominations and um, outside of the church. It was the first time I've ever done anything outside of the church like that. So it was really fun and exciting and new, um, but really saw a need um, in the gathering of women and the unfolding of scripture that the the group of ladies that I had gathered really weren't connected to a, a church or a women's ministry or a Bible study and uh, saw how many women were really just wanting God's word and hungering for it, but didn't really have a place to go to get it. And so since then, I've really focused on um, leading and founding uh, 
501c3 called Dwell Project Ministries. It's a women's ministries parachurch that's not connected to a local church. And we really just work hard to put out resources and tools to help women understand the Bible. And so we host events and we publish studies and we will lead women through studies and we'll train women to lead other women through studies. And it's just been really fun. I would have never imagined that uh, my journey would unfold this way, but it's, it's been amazing to watch God work through that. Yeah. It's been amazing for me to watch God work through you. So I have loved that. And one of the things that I have noticed is the way you have gathered women. And I think it's so important for us to have community. So that's one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about today is um, how do you cultivate community and uh, support and encouragement um, uh, and surround yourself with other people? How, How have you done that and how have you cultivated that? So it's been an interesting journey and I, it's funny because the part of that, when I began doing that, I had just lost mine. And so just being very real and transparent, we had had to step away um, from our church that I was on staff at. And I felt like it was, we had lost our community um, and I had like five close friends. (laughs) So like five friends and um, they were part of our small group at the time. Um, and as God began to birth this dream in me um, to launch Dwell Project, I pulled them close. And the first thing I did is said, I have this in me. I'm afraid to say it out loud, but will you pray for me? Like, will you earnestly pray that this thing that I'm thinking of is truly of God? And that if it is, he would provide the next step and just start, start praying. And so that was where it started. Misty was, I started um, connecting with women through prayer and in doing so he brought, um, because we, you know, we're in different churches and I'm also a speaker. So I, I, I have the opportunity to just connect with women in women's ministries. And I love it. He just brought women into my path. And the first connection point, Misty, was always prayer. Um, Can I pray for you on this? Can you pray for me? And then that would just build this community and this dynamic relationship that ended up becoming a team um, of women that have really helped um, carry this vision that the Lord had put in my heart. But really and truly, it was built on connecting with women through deep desire uh, to see God's face and to see him move and to really know whatever he has for us, we want it and we're going to go after it. And so that was really where it started. That's the foundation of it all. Yeah. I love it. Cause I've been, you know, uh, friends with you through the whole thing and was there in the early days when, when those seeds were being planted in your heart and watching them being watered. And it's just been so, so beautiful for me to watch. Um, actually you came and spoke at the mastermind group, uh, several years ago that I was running in my home. And do you remember when you talked about Joseph and being a dream defender? And that is what this, um, Um, episode is all about is being a dream defender. And I will always remember that teaching that you did on uh, Joseph because Joseph had a dream. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to ask you, like, what is the, the importance of being a dream defender? I think the importance of, of being a dream defender is when God puts a dream in somebody's heart, um, their mind, their soul, that they're wrestling with, we know as women, it is hard to say it out loud. It is hard to step into that because you just don't want to get it wrong. 
you want to honor God with what you're doing and you want to honor him with your time. And the thought of, okay, what if I put everything into this and I missed him? And that's not what he wanted me to do at all. And so really and truly just being to be able to be a person and have people that you can really process those things with people that are truth tellers and will help point you back to scripture and help you find the solid foundation and and to hear um, his words being spoken over you and just pointing you back to scripture is invaluable because it helps you process through really moving forward in a way that honors God and honors his word and brings him glory. Yeah. You know, I remember in that teaching that you did, one of the things that you said was we have to be careful about who we share our dreams with. Mm -hmm. And so what has that, that looked like in, in your life? Have you shared your dreams with people that you were like, Oh, that didn't go well or (laughs) because you're right. It is scary. And when you put yourself out into the world, you just don't know how people are going to respond. So I would love, love to hear some wisdom that you have to share on that. Yeah. I think what I've had to learn, um, Misty and it's, I'm still learning it. So I can't say that I've mastered it. Um, but to be wise with your words and who you, who you share things with, um, we learned that in the story of Joseph, he might've spoke too soon, um, and spoke to the wrong crowd early on. Um, but really and truly trying to learn, okay, well, who has similar missions, Um, what has God put in other people's heart around me where if this is a safe place to share, um, not everybody needs to know your dreams and, and what God has placed in you. You don't have to filter that through every person in your world. And so really paying attention to who's, who's like-minded in where I'm going, who's truthful and will give me helpful feedback on where I'm going, because it's really our tendency as um, the, in the flesh to just want to find a bunch of cheerleaders. Like that's, that feels really good, right? Like I'm just going to find the people that are going to cheer me on. Um, We learned that when we watch like American Idol (laughs) people are like, (laughs) who told you you can sing, you know, (laughs) you need some, we have to have some, some people who will really help us filter wisely. And so, yeah, I have definitely uh, thrown thrown it out to people who one didn't share the same heart and vision. And I ended up getting hurt in the process, um, or two, um, didn't understand it. Um, and then I get in, in the one that ended up getting hurt in the process. And so the Lord has really shown me, um, to have eyes to see ears to hear, um, but also have some thick skin. Um, because if you do share it with somebody who you think is safe, who you think is like-minded, who you feel might be on the same mission, and it's not something they support or it doesn't pan out because you won't, Jesus did not have the full support of everybody. We will not. Um, we gotta have some thick skin and we gotta be able to just let that go and move on. And, and that's important. And those, that's something that you flesh out in prayer um, and in the word of God. And you just have to learn how to have that thick skin so that you can stay really laser focused on what God, God has in front of you. I love that. I love that. And I love that you said that we need to have truth tellers in our life because we can get in an echo chamber and that feels good. Like, yeah, I'm doing great. But really, um, we need that accountability in in our life to have that counsel of accountability. And um, that's something that has been really important in, in my mission and vision. And I know it has been with you as well. So what are some other ways that you have encouraged other people in ministry? Um, and how have you um, 
been a dream defender to other people? So I think one way that I'm doing it right now is um, I was approached by a friend and uh, she knew that I, I have some ministry experience under my belt and asked me to mentor her. And, um, that is very time consuming thing to do. And I, I, I'm not the type of person that say, Oh yeah, I'll mentor you, but then don't really do it. Now. Like I want to be available. Um, so if something comes up and you need me, I'm dropping it for you. And so my yes is, is a yes. And so, um, I, I definitely feel like it's very important. We all need uh, a Paul and we all need a Timothy. Um, and, So I think it's very important to be very mindful of um, other people and what God has called them to do. And there is a time to set aside what he has you working on so you can specifically be encouragement and be that truth teller for somebody else and speak life into a dream that somebody else has. Um, it's, It's just as important as doing the work that God has called you to do is to stop and speak life into something else. And so um, I've intentionally made time for that. um, And I find it just as valuable and fulfilling as uh, what God has me doing. Yeah, I love that. What, What are some specific ways that we can encourage and build others up? I think it's always good to go back to scripture and go back to truth and bring that in front of people. Um, If you see something that somebody is doing and it's, it's good, yeah, cheer them on and tell them. Um, but that unfolds in two different ways. There's people that you will indirectly, you know, like give those thumbs up and those high fives, which are super important and they're, and they're meaningful. Um, but when they're a little bit closer into your circle, you got to take a little bit more time to speak affirmation. And when I say speak affirmation, I mean, really stop and say, look, I see this in you. God has placed it there the enemy will try to snuff it out. And I'm going to be a voice saying, this is from the Lord. You, The work that you're doing is good and it's holy and it's pure and it's fruitful. And so I think it's just as important to be both. But when you have those people that are more tighter in your circle, tight, more tightly knit in your circle, um, it's you have to stop and acknowledge it and really call out, God has placed this here. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm in your corner and I'm praying for you. Um, and so both are just as important. They hold a lot of weight, but we can't be, uh, that to everybody. And so when we can't be that to everybody, just when you have the opportunity to give the high fives and the thumbs up, that's just as important too. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. You know what? Um, sometimes we can't see the things in in us, we actually need somebody to call those out. So I'm so glad that you said that to stop and affirm the people who are around you, because sometimes they don't see what we see and, and, or what God is doing in their life. And so to affirm them in that, I think that is, is so good and so important. I know in, in my time of, of leading the mastermind at my house, I remember uh, Charity Bradshaw. So Charity, if you're listening, I remember her looking at me and going, Misty, you are such a good leader. And at that time I thought, I'm not a leader. What is she talking about? And, you know, that really empowered me to step into all of the things that I'm doing now. And it's those 
people, um, you know, I had Stephanie Roussel who has the gospel spice podcast last year at the spark conference in the middle of the conference, she came over to me and she grabbed me by the face. And she said, Misty, I want you to look around and I want you to see all this. I want you to see all these people talking here and all this, everything that's happening. She said, you did this, Mm -hmm. take it and soak it in. Because sometimes we get just busy going through the motions that we don't even see. Um, and so for, and, and that has meant so much to me. I've held on to that. And when I think about her, Stephanie, I just think about how sweet that is, right? So those moments of connection too, I think are things that will continue to build us up when things get hard, because yeah. you made another key point. The enemy is going to try to snuff us out. And mm-hmm. especially now we have seen the enemies running rampant in the world. And he would like to do nothing more than to divide people to discourage people, to tear them apart. So um, those affirmations are so important, so important. And they go so much further than just like flattery, right? Like there's a difference between affirming what God has placed in somebody versus just flattering. Um, Those affirmations hold weight and they stick. Um, And I would even suggest, you know, if and when those come your way to take time to write those down and um, keep a journal because there are hard days and there are rough days. And sometimes we have to go back to God's words. And sometimes God's words are spoken to us through other people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, what is next for you, my friend? Tell me where the journey is next for you. We are always moving forward into our project. And so um, we have some studies coming out that we're working on. I love the process of learning how to write a good Bible study, which is always unfolding. So um, we've got some fun things coming up with Dwell Project, um, some fun uh, gatherings and a new study coming out in the fall. Um, I'm working on a class that I want to teach women um, on how to study the Bible. Um, and so have that coming down the pipeline. And then in the back of my mind, which I'm fighting so hard to find the time for, I do want to start working on book number two. And, um, it's just a balance of trying to find the time for it all, but, um, it's all valuable to me. And so that's, that's where I'm headed. Yeah. So, so good. We will put uh, the links for all of your stuff in the show notes so people can find you and follow you in the work that you're doing. And um, I just want to thank you for being a champion of other women and for pointing them to Jesus because you do that so well, my friend. So thank you so much for sharing uh, with us today. I'm so glad that you were here. Thanks, Misty. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining me today on By His Grace. I hope you've enjoyed listening and are encouraged by our guest today. I would love for you to visit my blog, mistyphilip.com, for more encouragement. You can find me on social media as Misty Phillip, and I would love to connect with you there.